If you haven't had a chance, check out the Jazz Pod Co-op on Twitter. It's a group of podcasts with like-minded people that just want to share their opinions on the jazz. Here's a preview. Mark and Doug Hincy on the twos and threes. The weird things about dude shots is like my favorite like NBA subcategory of and like or they're like the length of their arms affecting something. I, I'm, I'm like, whether they jump off of one foot because, or two foot. Right. Like, Emily and McCoy on the Jazz gals. If anything, that video also reminded me like how just a few inches difference it was between us being on one side versus the other you know like well we all know a few inches can make a difference who logan and jared on hitting the high notes i I don't even care if they're hurt i mean we're not going to dance on any injuries but yes i i I buy i buy i I can't make any promises (laughs) i don't even care if it's a fluke or we cheat i don't even care if you're not cheating you're not trying right um that's what they say and Brian and McCade on home court press. With Boyan, Memphis is really struggling to shoot. So giving the Boyan to the Grizzlies and then having the Grizzlies forward our first-round pick onto another team, if you can get Boyan a first-round pick and then get Memphis to throw in a first-round pick in the A and take Boyan, a lot of possibilities open for a guy like John Collins. What's up, folks? It's another edition. It's hitting the high notes. Jazz talk. It is I. I am here. You can follow me on the Twitterverse. It is who trusts you, man. That's at who trusts you, man. That's H U U T R A N Superman um, uh, on the Twitterverse and the uh, Gramverse. Um, uh, we are here. We are recording um, uh, a pre-playoff edition of hitting the high notes. Uh, we're using a brand new podcast recorder. I got so. I'm hoping this is not a lost episode. I'm hoping that we're not just some uh, talking for the sake of talking, and I hope this actually gets to air someday. Uh, we're bringing on, um, uh, of course, Mr. Go the Distance 49. What's up, uh, Jay Barker? How much, man? Uh, did you catch that, that Lakers game last night? Uh, you know what? Uh, me and 5.69 other 5.69 million other people did. So, or 5.69999 other million people did. Yeah, it was a, you know I was working it. So, you know that's nice, that's the nice part about working in sports is that sometimes that you cover a game like the Warriors and Lakers. And like, all right, cool. Well, that's our story, you know? And that was nice. Uh, and so, you know, that, that game has implications for the Jazz in more ways than one, and we'll get to that. Uh, bringing on the, the Squatches of Dragons, um, uh, Mr. Logan Cox. Hey, Logan, what's up, man? Yeah, I, I, I hear three of you guys, so I'm just trying to, you know, listen to the one in the middle. <laughs> oh, God. Like, LeBron, like, I, again, Lo, Lo, uh, Logan and I... I mean, I'm a fan of LeBron, and um, uh, uh, but man, like sometimes like just stuff like that, I'm like, geez, LeBron, like come on now, like that's that's pretty bush league. <laughs> he makes it hard. He makes it hard sometimes, but yeah. yes, I still love him. Yeah, like I, like I don't know if I love him, but I'm like I don't I don't hate him like some people do. But I was like, oh, I was like, I was like, really? I'm like, all right, cool, yeah, you're blind, I get it. Um, I more like a dislike type. Type. I mean, I love I, I enjoy watching him play because he's great. But the off court stuff, uh, I could definitely do with less of that. Yeah, um, we, we we need we need less uh, children's schools and social activism. Sure <laughs> no, no, I mean like the the stuff like trying to copyright Taco Tuesday and um, that nonsense. Oh yeah, you bring Blaze pizza, so that's a reason to be pissed off. I'm, I'm <laughs> that, that's true. That is Blaze is not is not very good. All right, and um, uh, yeah, we have a guest on today. Um, uh, he he's he's Twitter famous at least. I, I know of him. Um, uh, he is a golfer extraordinaire. I think. Um, uh, please welcome Andrew. Andrew, um, what's your social handle here? Yeah, so it's at a McCullough one hundred and five. I'm definitely not that good at golf, but I can throw one hell of a golf tournament. <laughs> you can't throw one out of a golf tournament. And we'll get to the this Utah. You know, because we we really want to start the Jazz Pod. Uh, social open for next fall, so um, uh, we're, we're trying to steal him away yes, for that. Sir. So while we um, uh, while we get the co-op pod um, uh, golf tournament going, let's talk a little jazz. About, you know, we haven't had a game. Uh, us jazz fans have not had a game since last um, uh, Sunday when the Jazz defeated the Kings for the number one seed. Uh, they, you know, in a game that, according to Jazz Twitter, um, the Jazz only had like a two percent chance of winning. Uh, so. <laughs> Somehow the Jazz pulled it off. Um, 
that was it always like a two to five percent chance of winning on Twitter. It's as uh, you know, like if if I didn't look at anything else, um, uh, that's what I would have guessed. But uh, the Jazz, the number one, the number one seed, the best record in the NBA, the first time in uh, franchise history being the first, uh, the sole possession of the first seed. So good for the Jazz. And the Jazz are going to be waiting for the winner of Memphis and uh, Golden State. But before I get to that, I want to talk about the hotly contested, the race that we've all been talking about all year long, sixth man of the year. Um, uh, my boy Joe Ingles versus Jared boys, Jared's boy, um, uh, Jordan Clarkson, in a hotly contested um, uh, sixth man of the year uh, race. Um, that was kind of the big talk a couple days ago. Um, and it's, it's funny because, you know, there, there, there's a line being drawn in the sand here and people are going on one side or the other. And we're, we're getting that to one of the jazz men are going to win this, but half the jazz fans are going to be mad about the other jazz man not winning this award. Um, Logan, what have you seen it with that, uh, on Twitter? I think we got. I think we got a dark horse. Our, our third jazz man, former jazz man, Derek Rose. Yes, uh, Derek Rose making the. the he, he and Tibbs are going to sneak in and take up all those jazz awards right from underneath your feet. That's it. I mean, I, I I thought for sure, like again, foolish, too, foolish of me that I thought that the, the Twitterverse would calm down a bit after we got the one seed and we had a week off to just kind of decompress and watch it. But we definitely found something else to fight about. Um, I don't really. I, I think that the arguments on both sides are compelling. I mean, if I were pushed and forced to choose one, I would go, I would probably just go Jordan Clarkson because he seems like the typical normal run of the mill thing. So why, why do it any differently? Right. Know? Yeah. Um, well, it, it is funny that, um, cause like at the beginning of the year, Jordan Clarkson, like after like 15 or 20 games, people were like, all right, run away. There, there it is. Um, it's, uh, it's over. And you know, the, the funny thing that your man, Boucher, man, Bobby Boucher. Yeah, well, I mean, Chris Boucher at the time I thought was a was a pretty good contender. Like it just was to me. I know it, he had a little bit of fall off though, right? Right. Yeah. Like but the argument, the argument at game twenty was like, hey, it's not over, and a lot of things, and obviously things happened, and you know there were always other contenders. Um, uh, you know, to say that there wasn't was it was a little crazy, I thought. Um, but uh, you know, Logan kind of mentioned that um, uh, with Derrick Rose being the third finalist in there. Uh, could be a, like a senior cotillion thing where all the popular girls take the votes away from each other, and all of a sudden, um, uh, you know, somebody else um, uh, wins the wins the award. So, um, you know, I, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, you know, it looks like it's going to be one of the Jasmine for sure. Uh, Andrew, um, uh, where do you fall on this um, uh, JC versus Joe um, uh, fiery fight? Yeah, so let me just go on the record right here, right now, and just say. If you look at the statistics and you look at the actual uh, impact on the game, uh, it's this is Joe Ingles' award. How however, dare you? However, oh, give me a second. Jordan Clarkson has the it factor. The guy has so much swag. He is literally what the Jazz have never had. You throw that dude the ball, he is going to get you a bucket, and he will keep you in games you have no business of being in. Joe Ingles is going to do a lot of little things right for you. He's going to help you win a lot of games. But Jordan, uh, JC, as I like to call him, he is <laughs> going to go out there and walk on water and literally keep you in games that the Jazz should have otherwise got blown out. And, and the dude is literally the coolest Jazz man to ever play for the Jazz. Literally. In, in two years, the dude has surpassed Stockton and Malone in terms of swag. So I got to say, look, stats tell me it's, it's Joe Ingles, but the heart, I'm sticking with jo, uh, with Jordan. Um, Logan and, and Andrew did not do that correctly. So, Jared, uh, I'm counting on you now. Uh, why does Joe Ingles suck, and um, uh, why is Jordan Clarkson so much better than him? <laughs> that, that's <laughs> how you do it. That's how, that's how you argue <laughs> award winners is by trashing all the other candidates and tell, tell, uh, tell him the story about why your guy is better. Well, JC Superstar and Joe Ingles drinks coffee. There you go. Okay, good. Done. Ar- um, argument uh, one. Uh, I, I, I am a little sad. Like I, I don't think I've ever watched the uh, NBA award show. Um, but this year, I'll be like, oh, knowing that Joe Ingles could win, a, could win an award, I just want to see him like accept the award, like throw it away or just like, like hey, 
Jordan, get come up here. You can have it. I don't oh, want dude, it. Oh, dude, him being forced to make a speech would be like awesome. <laughs> that would be just awesome. Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, he give he he doesn't mind giving speeches. Um, uh, so um, exactly, that would be awesome. That's why it would be so awesome. Like, I, that, which is why I don't care who yeah. wins because uh, either way, we win. Well, we don't we don't get one of those this year, so that's a it's a little sad. But um, you know, we'll see. Um, it, it, from again, I I don't do my own research. I just see what Twitter puts out there. And uh, from what I saw, it looks like it's going to be a close race, and Joe had a, an early lead. So, but we all know um, uh, through elections that votes don't matter, and that uh, polling doesn't matter, and um, uh, you know, at the end of this, some um, uh, some lizard man will be the president or something like that. Who knows? So, <laughs> JC twenty twenty four. I mean, two. I mean, two two things real quick. I mean, first of all, John Crotty would like a word. Andrew with the most swaggiest jazz player of all time. <laughs> and uh, the second being that if you vote, no, never mind, I'm not going to touch it. I'll, I'll leave it I'll stop there. <laughs> I don't want to get I feel like this is Pandora's box now. Like, make, uh, make the six man great again. You got to open that box. Um, yeah, make, make bench scoring good again. Great, great again. Um, <laughs> a vote for Joe is a vote for racism. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> white man always holding them back holding everybody back yeah oh man that's really funny hey i'm mark and this is doug what's up and we're co-hosts of a weekly podcast on the utah jazz called twos and threes it's available on apple spotify stitcher and wherever else you get podcasts on your feed every monday morning Mark's my big brother, and you could say this podcast is a family affair, but really, we think of the jazz and jazz nation as our family. So we'd love for you to participate with us to listen, and really, let's do this together. Go jazz. Go jazz. Be our family. Boom. Uh, yeah, you know, of, of course, um, uh, the jazz tweet out a really cool video of jazz players giving kids scholarships and... I wanted to make the joke, you know, I was here at work oh. and I talked to my anchor like, hey, you know, and I, I made the joke to my anchor and then I was like, I should do it online. But then people did it for real. And I was like, okay, well, <laughs> we can't have nice things. So, you know, what's an underrated thing, though, is that we, Joe's got the Joe Mentum. We've seen what Joe Mentum can do. <laughs> Joe Mentum. Um, so, guys, uh, we talked about it earlier. The Jazz... Uh, the Jazz got the first seed. Awesome, um, you know something that was really big. We I something that uh, a couple weeks ago, um, uh, you know, Jared had said something like um, he thought that if the Jazz, I think maybe even Logan said it, um, uh, that if the Jazz um, uh, lost first place, um, they'd never get back. And then again, somehow they did. Um, yeah, something yeah, that. But you guys both said that they were going to be the one seed, and I, I said the two. So I got to give you your flowers. You were right. I mean, again, it just was something that, it was like the obvious thing. <laughs> like I, I went, I went with the, the I went, I went with the, um, uh, not even the dark horse. I went with the, um, uh, the, the lead horse, I guess. So, uh, but again, I also didn't think it mattered. We didn't. We, we, we none of us ever brought up that. Oh, what if the Clippers decide to tank and go to four? And, and when I say tank. Man, they tank um, uh, to go yeah. to the four seed. So, all those dream scenarios of the one seed um, uh, is kind of gone. But before we get to that, we have to um, uh, talk about um, uh, who the Jazz are going to play in the first round. Um, well, actually, first, I want I asked this on Twitter because, and I should have asked it the you know after the Kings game because I, I want to get everybody's like reactions like w- when they got first place. Andrew, when the Jazz got first place after that Kings game, tell me how it felt. Felt like Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. Um, just, uh, yeah, all the anticipation building all season long, um, and just finally to get to, to, to get it wrapped up and get, uh, business taken care of felt really good. Um, really, really pleased that the jazz, um, were able to do something they hadn't done in franchise history, which is, uh, have the outright best record in the NBA. Uh, pretty impressive uh, when you consider that we've apparently, according to Jazz Twitter, have only had a two to five percent chance of winning any one game. So, really stoked <laughs> for my boys. Yeah, I mean, I mean would, Andrew, Andrew, would you, would you have been bummed if they would have dropped it to, to two? What would, you, would your how, how would that felt if they would have slipped to two? 
Yeah. So if you ain't first, you're last, and uh, <laughs> so you got to you got to get that one seat. No. So I think uh, being serious, I think the importance of a a potential game seven um, being played in what I call the Delta Center still, because um, that's just what it'll always be to me, um, in front of the most raucous and, um, according to NBA Twitter, racist fans in the NBA, is a huge advantage. And being able to um, make sure that we have that in our back pocket, I think that's really big. Um, and so I think it's huge. I would have been a little bit bummed um, because um, I have a little saying I like, it's nothing succeeds like success. And the Jazz keeping it uh, in the one seed, letting the NBA know, hey, we're serious. We've been on top all season long, and we ain't going anywhere. I think that's, you know, those mind games that LeBron tried to play with the all-star pick. Yeah, I mean, he's he's playing playing games while the Jazz are flying back on a, you know, private jet holding up that, uh, that one finger for, for blocking up the one seed. So put right. that in your pipe and smoke it, LeBron. Um, <laughs> LeBron, uh, Um, did you just call Jared? Yeah, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the Gary from uh, what is that stupid show called? Uh, Full House. Uh, final Space. No, Final Space. It's a it's a stupid little cartoon show that I've watched a few times. Um, TBS. So, so Gerard here. Um, what kind of what what kind of feelings did you experience um, uh, when the Jazz um, uh, locked up that one seed? I mean, uh, they, proved me, they proved me right for that game because I was like, everybody's worried about the Kings. I mean, these are the freaking Sacramento Kings. Without, <laughs> without half their roster. Do what? Without half their roster, the Kings. Like, they, they're missing like four guys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it was it was not a good Sacramento Kings squad, and right. and they were playing. So you nobody so, so you felt good. I mean, yeah. they proved you right, but like, how did you feel? I mean, jazzed. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Matt Sanchez. <laughs> need him to need him to return with this podcast. Um. Did you feel anything um, uh, uh, special with the with that one seed, uh, Logan? I, I know this is something that you you really wanted. You were going to be bummed if it if you felt if the Jazz fell, but um, did did you feel like yeah. any celebration there? Yeah, no. I, I, my, I'll, almost everything Andrew said is mine. You know, very similarly. I think that there's I do obviously this. You know, the strategic advantage of ever having any sort of game seven in your in your home arena is a huge advantage. But I think I do think there's a huge psychological piece to that. And about finishing it off, you know, like I'm, I'm a hundred percent of that belief that like you needed to do this and you needed to make it happen. So, um, no, I was, I was happy to see him finish it off. It's, it's about compartmentalizing though. I mean, it's, it's awesome. It feels great, but I'm definitely not one of those people who's just going to say, Hey, it was a great season and be just satisfied with that. But I think it's a step in the right direction. It's, yeah. it's the little things that I think you have to do like that are going to hopefully lead to even greater things. So yeah, the, the regular season was great. I enjoyed it. And now it's, you know, on to the next thing, but it, it was one of those things that showed me the same, the same we've been going back to all year. They, they aren't the same old jazz. So yeah, it mattered. It mattered yeah. to me. I, I maybe, I, 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 so here's my feelings on it. Cause, um, uh, um, let's go back to Milwaukee and Utah last year, last season. Uh, Boyan hits that game winner, and of course, like when when you're at the stadium, you are super excited, right? And everything's going going well. And this is where I I found out that my soul died because, like maybe five or ten minutes after the game, like I had already come down from the high, like you know, and and we had gone out and people were like chanting bogey, bogey, and I think I probably chanted along, but I was like I was like oh this is kind of weird that we're chanting you know ten minutes after the game and he's not even there, like he wasn't even doing a post like we were just out in the foyer, um, and I was, I was like oh and. I realized that night that like oh people were like we're riding the high for hours after the game and my high ended you know after ten minutes, and so like the Jazz got the first seed and I was like oh that's nice and I felt like really nothing and I was like oh boy like is there is there something wrong with me or is it, or, or or the children wrong, and uh, um, I mean that's a, like a that question has layers I mean you've asked your therapist that right. Well, I mean, uh, it's just it's one of those things where I was like, oh, I, like, I, I, I didn't get as much joy. And I saw people like, and so I was trying to get people to like tell me how it felt because I, I really was wondering. Like, I was like, oh boy, like, 
is there a certain euphoria that people were were in? Um, you know, and obviously, I should I should just call Tra- Travis Cox and um, asked him because he he probably would have explained it to me pretty well. Um, uh, but the other yeah, thing is that, yeah, that that guy would have a great answer. Uh, on Twitter today, people kind of commented, and there, there were a few people who are kind of in the mindset of like it's cool, but you know, playoffs, 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 and part of me is like, I was like, oh boy, that kind of sucks that the Jazz did really well this season, and if they lose in the first, second, or conference finals that a lot of people are going to be like, oh, this this year kind of sucked. I was like, this year didn't really suck. This year was actually really good for the Jazz. And I know the playoffs are, you know, you know probably the most important thing, and I've, I've said it all along, but it does it does seem kind of, I don't know, um, uh, sucky that um, uh, uh, the Jazz's accomplishment in the regular season is going to go down as, like, who cares unless you can prove something else. And it reminds me of, like, the Hawks teams, the Raptors teams that met LeBron in the playoffs – and after having like wonderful seasons, are just forgotten in history because uh, you know they lost in the playoffs to LeBron. It, it happens. So, um, but that also like brings me to the like, PTSD that Jazz fans feel because um, we've been doing these fear fear rankings for about a month now, and um, uh, we had this a great playing game between the Lakers and the Warriors uh, a, a, a night ago, uh, or two nights ago now, and. Um, People were debating whether the Jazz should face the Lakers or the Warriors, and part of me is like, guys, I'm, uh, you know, like, you get the one seed for a reason, and you know, if you're afraid that the eight seed is going to beat you, boy, like, what does it matter, right? Because if you got the one seed, and you're still just, you know, just scared of uh, being beat in the first round, like, boy, that's 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 pretty bad PTSD. Um, am I wrong there, Logan? Uh, I think it's a little. I think it's a bit of a special circumstance. I think mean, these aren't your normal, typical run-of-the-mill seven-eight seed teams. Um, I mean, even if you flop some, even if you flop some of those uh, those other teams from higher Dallas, if it was Dallas and Portland down, I think you feel differently because of the the caliber of dudes who are, who are in it. Um, but I, but at the same time, it's just you, you also yeah, you're exactly right. You can't be afraid of that that part of it all. You can't be. Yeah, I don't know. It's a fine line. I think right. Jared. I, th- I think I saw Jared creeping on someone's someone's conversation the other day, saying something about they, we, we walk this weird line of like of being disrespectful or being terrified, and the, the truth is somewhere in the middle. Honestly, oh, that I was mean, probably me and Mark, right? Yeah. Me and Mark yeah, talking I mean, about the Warriors. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think. I mean, I don't think. I, I don't know. It's, it, it is somewhere in the middle. Like there, there's always the potential to do it, but I don't think that. I don't think Steph and the rest of them can carry can carry him for a seven game series. Right. Um, I, I, I think. Sorry, I, I don't want to hold you to your preseason prediction or anything because like that was so long ago and they don't matter. But um, your exact words were: you think the Golden State Warriors um, in a one game series is probably the scariest team in the NBA, but in a seven game series, was not going to be anybody in the top four. Um, yeah. And at the time, we probably thought that was like the Jazz, the Lakers, Clippers, and. Maybe the Blazers or something. It, yeah, never, never. No, I, I actually left the Blazers out of the playoffs in right. my, my <laughs> stellar preseason prediction. Maybe the Mavericks. Uh, but, I don't know who uh, it was. That's, yeah. that's just because I hate them. I just hate Portland so much, and we should all hate Portland more. Um, <laughs> if that's, if that's but yeah, so I'm not holding you to that. Couple. But like, it, it, like I, 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 that that stuck with me the whole year. I'm like, yeah, I'm not. I haven't been scared. I, I know the Jazz went one and two against the Warriors, but I don't think it matters. Like, I, I just, I just don't see it. Like, they don't have Wiseman. It's, it's Steph and a bunch of, you know, it's, it's Draymond, it's Andrew Wiggins, but that team doesn't scare me. And again, knock on wood or whatever, you know, knock, 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 because, um, you know, I, I don't want to jinx the Jazz here, but, like, I, I just don't, I don't know. I, I'm not scared. A- Andrew, am I, am I crazy for not, you know, being terrified of the Warriors? Uh, I don't think you I should mean, be terrified. I mean, sorry, Andrew, go ahead. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, you know what, uh, Steph Curry is – Maybe one of the most, um, as far as gravitational pull on the floor, maybe one of the most dynamic players we've ever seen play the game. And dude is just a straight assassin. Now, that being said, um, this Warriors team is not the Warriors team that um, uh, Kevin Durant snaked out of OKC to join. Um, This is not a Warriors team that can hang with the Jazz. Frankly, if the Warriors pick up more than one game uh, on this Jazz squad, I'd be I'd be pretty surprised. Uh, Draymond Green doesn't have 
uh, on Rudy Gobert. He thinks he's he's a DPOY. Reality is, uh, when we talk about generational players and gravitational players like Steph Curry, Rudy Gobert is that on defense. Um, he is literally having one of the greatest defensive performances of all time in an era where the league is entirely designed to make defense as hard as possible to play. So all of you Rudy Gobert haters, uh, at Cronair, you know who you are. You're wrong. He was worth every penny of that contract. And frankly, he's still probably the most underpaid athlete in the NBA right now. And Draymond Green can't hang. So Jazz um, in probably a gentleman's sweep. Um, but, you know, watch for the real sweep. So, no, the Warriors don't scare me. But uh, props to Steph Curry because the dude's insane. But he just doesn't have the cast. I don't know. I, I, I do feel bad about saying this about the Warriors because, like, I, again, you know, as Logan said, you know, Jared talked about disrespect versus It's not disrespect. I just, I'm confident that the Jazz should be able to beat whoever the eighth seed is. You know, all four of those teams. I'm like, you know, they're, you know, the reason there's a reason why the Warriors are in the playing game. You know, it's it's not like they didn't have a major injury to Steph or something. You know, the Lakers, the Lakers have a a, a little bit better case to be more scared of because, um, you know, a, a healthy-ish LeBron and, and AD. You know, that that's something that that's something that that sh- you should be scared of. But, um, yeah, Jared, I mean, Jared, I mean, Lakers or Warriors? I mean, w- what team were you more scared of? Uh, I mean, that's, that seems like a loaded question. Probably the Lakers, but I will admit, uh, you guys are shitting all over Draymond Green for whatever reason, acting like he hasn't been one of the top three defenders this year, as evidenced by the awards balloting. So, Rachel, where, where did Rachel Nichols have him? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, let me what just a fun say, day. Let's ask McCade. Let's find McCade. You know I was coming around on you know I was coming around on Draymond. They, they, the way you held that sandwich in the subway commercial, I jumped completely <laughs> off. Like I was I was like team Draymond. Well, but you saw what he did to Anthony Davis, who we're all calling A Disney now, apparently, right? Uh, just, yeah, that's fine. I, I, I again uh I, I'm not that scared of uh, Draymond changing a series for the Jazz. I just he's he's not gonna be able to guard all five guys. Cool. Well, I know, but they're 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 a good team defense team. Like yeah, as evidenced by that game yesterday. Yes, they're like, good. I think the Jazz are better like, offensively. Yeah, which I could I could definitely yeah. see your point. I'm just I'm just saying like people are acting like the Warriors are just gonna be this easy out and no, all five games who said less, that? Blah blah blah. <laughs> Uh, are you kidding? This this is what I've been dealing with from people right. online ever since the Jazz right. secured the one seed. Okay, and, and, and the Lakers lost. Everybody's you're only so you think. And Andrew right now is giving right. it to you straight. Your okay, face. so Jared, I'm a Warriors Jazz. Let, let's assume Warriors <laughs> Jazz. You think it goes six or seven games, or you think the Warriors win? No, I think I think the Jazz win. I'm going to say Jazz in six. Six. I mean, everybody's saying if it goes more than five, that that. The Jazz are frauds. Like I've seen people make these arguments, and I'm just like, no, I, and that's fine. Okay, I, uh, I, uh, I, I can, I can see, the, I can see the five. I mean, again, statistically, I just think I, I, think, I'm a, I, I, I think that, uh, I think that Golden State. I was thinking about this today. I think that Golden State is like the ideal matchup for the Jazz right now because I think that there's, I think there's enough of what Jared's saying, which is there's, there's enough of the holdover prestige and the, and the, the experience. That when they go, because I do think they match up well with them. I think that I do think that they. Again, I'm going to try to pretend to talk about defense, so this would go very, very wrong. Um, <laughs> but uh, they, 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 they. I think Jared right. They do play. I think they do play good team defense, but they don't strike me as an overly physical team. Team outside of Draymond, and I think the teams right. that have caused the Jazz a little bit more heartache has been the teams that have got real physical and gotten in their business. And so I think if you go into Gold State, and I still, I still fully expect them to win the series. I think I think it's like it's it's a pretty good first round matchup. It gets a little bit more of that confidence, a little bit more of that mojo going outside of beating one of the no name teams. You know, I mean, it would be nice to have an easier route. So I'm I'm going to go optimistic here and say it's the best of both worlds that we we're, we're still good enough to beat them. We still match up the right ways, but there's still enough of that 
there's going to still be enough people pulling for the Warriors. You're going to have to deal. You're going to have to deal with Steph in a close game, which is going to be some of that you know big time playoff experience that could come in handy down the road. So, yeah. um, you know, I think I think there's I think there's a silver lining there. So so when when uh, Dylan Brooks goes out tomorrow and beats him, everything I said won't matter at all. So. Ah uh, yes, the perfect. I was about to try. I, I like like. Logan is of one mind with me sometimes because I was about to transition right to the Memphis Grizzlies. Hi, I'm McCoy. Hi, I'm Emily. And we're the Jazzy Gals. If you're looking for in-depth Utah Jazz basketball analysis, this ain't it. (laughs) But if you are looking to discuss how great Rudy's beard looked this week, Jazz Twitter crushes, or other fun pop culture things, you have come to the right place. That's right, and you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. And also on Twitter at JazzyGalsPod. Go Jazz! Go Jazz! Yeah, I will say this. I'm not as scared of John Morant, and I am more scared of Steph and Draymond. <laughs> oh, wait, okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I, uh... I'm just not sure what that statement, um, like you know, you know I how. Think I, I think the Jazz, I think the jazz could sweep. I think the Jazz could sweep the Grizzlies. Okay. I mean, just it's just funny. Like I was like, oh, you're 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 less scared of John Morant. That's a statement that could have been said without any words at all. Um, yeah, right. Yeah. So like I'm like, oh yeah. I yeah. guess that's probably true. Right. Yeah. I was like, it's like okay, cool. Uh, it's like a, a story. Oh, you know, you know what? It's like it's a Captain Obvious statement. I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. I, I agree. Um, but yeah, so the Grizzlies. I'm a. Uh, they're being written off by a lot of people. A lot of jazz fans out there I see are, are cheering hard for the Grizzlies. Um, and uh, I think, that, I mean, the Jazz swept the Grizzlies in the in a very weird series. The Jazz played them within a week of each other. So, like, I want to say three games in either seven or eight days or even maybe six days. I'm like, oh, okay. Was it all three games or was it just two games and then the third one was, like, three of their four, three, the three of their four were against Memphis. Yeah, it was, like, it was like eight days. Um, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so um, uh, it was like that baseball. So, so this is where like the baseball series um uh, kind of hurts the Jazz in a way because like yeah they were really good for that week the Jazz were, um but again situations changed after that the Grizzlies I don't know if they got better or worse or they were the same team from uh, that week but like part of me thinks oh you know this is kind of what like the, the Phoenix series right the, the three times the Jazz played and- the Phoenix. Uh, the play the Phoenix Suns were three different Jazz teams almost, so you know they yeah, played them once in the first four games, then the, the you know three games later that Jazz team was completely different, and then the Jazz team played them uh, without two of their guys uh, later. So yeah, it just it's just one of those weird uh, baseball series snafus, I guess. Uh, one of the weirdest ones to have the Grizzlies in a in a in a week span, but um, yeah, like none I of us. I honestly don't think that hurts the Jazz personally. No, I mean, it's just, this is one of the things that, like, it's hard to, like, give, like, real great analysis, I guess, uh, for my part. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's true. You know, like, like, all right, it's kind of like we beat the team that wasn't ready for the Jazz. Like, the Jazz were really hot when they played the Grizzlies. So, um, so it sounds like it, it, anybody disagree with the Major that the Jazz are probably going to win in a sweep uh, against Memphis or a gentleman sweep at that? Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> like, um, are we are we disrespecting the the Grizzlies, um, uh, Logan? Yeah, uh, no, no, they haven't. They, yeah, they're 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 adequately rated. Yeah, uh, yeah, and a nice uh, a nice seventy two, a nice a nice low C. <laughs> why, why why is that, Andrew? Why why are we not scared of the, why are we as fans not scared of the Memphis Grizzlies? Because they're not. Yeah, they just they can't they can't they can't hang with the Jazz. I mean, the Jazz. That's the thing is, I think a lot of us are. (laughs) Yeah, I think a lot of us are are kind of like overlooking the fact of um, we're we're kind of thinking of some of the the Jazz's struggles, especially uh, as of late, where you know we've been without two All Stars. Um, I would like to everybody to take a take a breather, think back to like mid January through February, when the Jazz were making NBA teams look like. St. Mary's schools of the deaf, dumb, and blind. We were just taking teams out behind the woodshed, and that shit—that's not gone. In fact, you know these guys. Like I remember Conley. I can't remember what game it was, but he has a shirt that says something like "Relax," or I can't remember exactly what it was. One of you guys will probably remember, but it was just like, 
like take a deep breath or something like that. I can't remember what his shirt said, but like these the guys. The sky is know. falling or something. The sky is falling. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, there you go. It was in, but these, in Phoenix, I think. Yeah. Oh, the Mike guys, Conley shirt? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, these guys know what they're capable of. They remember how how dominant they were, and they're re- they're re- they're ready. They're, I, mean, I don't know that we've ever seen a team gel like this. Um, I don't know that I've ever seen the Jazz team gel like this ever. Yeah. Um, and that that goes back to to the '90s where you had Stockton Malone that you know were like peanut butter and jelly and just worked so well together. But this thing, this is like 15 guys deep, and they're ready. This is the Jazz year, so uh, just like I'm not worried about Memphis Grizzlies, Golden State Warriors. Doesn't matter to me. Steph's gonna be great if he's if he's doing it. If it's the Grizzlies, yeah, we're gonna stomp them. Right. It says uh, no no disrespect no disrespect to the zero Memphis Grizzlies fans that are listening to us, but uh, yeah, I mean it comes down to you know they're they're a young team, right? That um, uh, I think I'm uh, the NBA. Will think. Shout out Burner Jaw. We need you to listen to this now. The, the um, uh, NBA will just be like, oh, the Grizzlies should be happy they made the playoffs. You know, like it's, it's a step, right? It's a step, step in the right direction. They're young, you know. Um, and the other thing is that, I again, I don't complain about officiating, but in a in a series against the Lakers and and Curry, you've got to worry about um, uh, uh, calls not going your way sometimes, as opposed to. Uh, John Morant and the Grizzlies, so you're probably not going to get the same calls that you know he's not getting the same calls that Steph Curry's going to get. So, um, yeah, that's uh, you know we got Jazz. I'm a uh, you know, so let's let's assume it's Warriors, Jared. You said Jazz is six, but like give me like a confidence uh, 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 level here. Like how confident are, are how confident are you in your Jazz of six um, uh, prediction? Uh well. In five or six, I'd say probably about eight ah, percent no, confident. No, 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 you gotta pick one. Okay, it, it, in six, I'd say probably about seventy percent confident because we might be able to finish it off sooner. It depends on how Mitchell looks, man. I mean, he hasn't touched the court for a month, so right or over a month. I mean, the, so. he. I mean, they talked today. He hopes to be ready. So um, well, let's hope. I mean, uh, he did. He did. He did mention that his ankle injury. Was more severe than what was originally reported, but um, uh, I don't know that I don't really know what that means. So, uh, Logan, I'm a, yeah, Logan, are you thinking six two or? Uh, Jazz in seven. This time, Mike Connolly's three goes in, and everyone can actually claim a real win this time. Jazz, <laughs> Jazz, not a simulated win that gets into yeah. the Western Conference. I do, I do love the the prediction of seven because seven takes balls. Like seven's like yeah, well, well, uh, yeah. The Jazz, we're gonna do the we're gonna was it the uh, Celtics title run? They went like seven games every series. Yeah, that's so uh, you know why the hell not, man? Yeah, I mean, take that, that two Jazz Sunday home games is is a little crazy to to, to t- think about. Um. Uh, it makes it harder for my job, but you know it is what it is. Uh, Andrew, um, uh, what were we thinking? Jazz Warriors. Yeah, I'll be honest, guys. I'm, I'm a little shocked. We're thinking six or seven here. I just don't see. You said five, I right? Warriors, I don't see the Warriors pushing us past five. If yeah. it is, we're talking some late game heroics from Steph Curry, maybe just like a fifty point game, or you know, some just crazy shots going down. This Jazz team's. It's it's so this Jazz team is so deep. I mean, George's Niang is coming in, dropping like seven out of seven three point shots. Like that's our tenth guy. That's not our ninth tenth guy. This Jazz team is rolling. Yep. Jazz I, team, I don't I, I don't trust Georgie Porgy in the postseason. I saw him last year. Uh, that's yeah, a, I mean, nothing yet, buddy. Yep. Stop, Jared, with the George hate. Yeah, that's uh, it's, it's different. Like um, uh, like the words I thought would never come out of my right, mouth. Right, it's just the words I never <laughs> thought I would utter. Right, like um, uh, why, why, why are you pro George now? This is Dude, I don't know. There's, there's there's something about him. Like I was I was walking through the, I was with I was with the DJ and we we're walking through a, a grown up arcade, Dave and Buster style. I looked over and watched George and Yang hit a couple threes. I'm like, oh my gosh, I think I'm like becoming a George and Yang fan. It was really confusing and it was just it was it wasn't even like I, i'm not even indifferent anymore Mike. i think i like this guy i mean he just i don't know i think that i think that he wow Traitor. was able to fill his role i, I, I know i'm it's all right it's yeah, okay. i mean uh again like i mean it's it's I like all right cool bring it up last year's postseason which is a whole different circumstance you know the equations aren't even the same for what george had to do last year versus this year so um 
we'll, we'll see. Maybe I don't know. That, those those favors lineups are looking kind of rough. So I don't know. We'll, we'll probably have to touch on that at some point. Um, yeah, wait, he, I want to tell on myself for a quick second here. So I said when Joe Ingles came into the league, I was like, this guy is a borderline. I was like, he should not be in the NBA. Oh yeah, Joe Ingles. He should be in the NBA. I said the same thing about George's Niang um, like two years ago. I was like, how is this guy even in the NBA? Both of them have literally made me hate my own words. They are both like Joe Ingles is legit. If he's not the sixth man, it's because, uh, you know, JC beats him out. And um, like George's minivan, like, come on, this dude is now a, a solid rotational NBA player. And when it comes to playoffs, dude, if you have nine or ten guys, that's 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 deadly because we don't you know we don't need all of them to show up one night. We just need somebody to show up. And if we shoot our averages, you know, I just yeah, this this, this team's gonna be hard to yeah. beat. And so I was wrong about George's. I apologize. I know he's a big fan of the pod. So <laughs> I hope he is. Uh, I apologize. He's but, such a big fan. He promised to come on, and then. He- he, I mean, he said he would, and then we just never were able to reconnect with him. Well, I mean, with the amount of hate you guys are spewing on him, I don't blame him. He yeah. probably, like, probably blocked No, we, that, that started after he spurned us, and it will continue oh. because he spurned us. That's oh, not, okay. that's, that that's, is that's, not correct. Georges, we hate you, uh, bro. Come on, no. come on. <laughs> no, Jared. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, I, Jared, Jared never forgives, and he never forgets. Yeah, last year, um, last year was way different than um, uh, the George. Um, uh, just the equations are different, you know. George, George does not have to be what he was last year so um i yeah i know that i'll just believe it when i see it with him sure okay. i'm not going to trust regular season george to be postseason george. Yeah, this is this is you know again coming from jared who i'm uh always talks about how rudy gets played off the, played off in the playoffs so um i don't say that you're full of would you like me to get the i can get the audio if you like jared wait i, I said i said what i said he gets played off the floor yes is that what you said that i said yes I wasn't on the podcast, then, so I didn't listen. No, so I, it's uh, yeah, it's uh, it's on the podcast. I, I you know, name your terms, sir. How, how much money we we got on this here? Did you say name your trim? What does that mean? Terms. I have no I idea. I said trim. <laughs> yeah. Name, name your, your job. That means something completely different. Yeah, I I'll take whatever trim. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, name my terms. Yeah, my okay. terms for what? Like I'm. You a, said you listen to the audio. Fifty bucks, hundred bucks. How much you got here? I'm pretty confident of this. Jeez, oh, one thousand dollars. <laughs> Why do you think I'm going to bet you money for something that is a verif you, that you can verify via electronic recording? That is not is not you, how this works. You just said you, said <laughs> you didn't say it, and I said you did. So maybe you're right. If you're willing <laughs> to go find it, if you're willing to go find it, that's on you. I. I don't care enough to bet you money. All right. Well, then, never mind then. That's all I have to say. Okay. Well, um, we we have Andrew here. And, uh, Andrew, you are um, uh, pretty famous in the Twitter world, like I said. Uh, you, th- you uh, So tell me first. Like, there's this Utah social open, right? Um, yes, and um, it started, and this is, you know, some people love it. Some people hate it. Uh, but most people I want you know, na- seem to I like want it. names on the second half of that one. Uh, yeah, I, 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 you know, I can go to Tanner's some. Uh, I can go to Tanner's um, uh, uh, timeline, but um, he uh, finds them. Yeah, yeah like he um, finds uh, them. <laughs> uh, they, they come. They come to Tanner's timeline to talk about it. Like I, I made the joke because <laughs> Tanner had talked about like um, uh, is he part of a clique? And I was like, yeah, man, it's called the Utah Social Open. Um, <laughs> and um, uh, uh, but this thing really grew in a matter of less than a year. So um, uh, kind of give me the origins of um, uh, how this started. Yeah, so um, so I, I think somebody, I, I want to say it was Sean uh, Inktator, Sean, my boy Sean, um, just said, hey, anybody want to, we should get together and play a round of golf. Me being the overachiever that I am, I'm like, all right, okay, it's out there. We're going to do it. We're going to get it set up. We're going to do it right. So we got some tee times, um, and I just you know, kind of asked some people. I was like, hey, who wants to go? We started getting quite a, quite a few people, and I just kept <laughs> kept making Connor go back to the to the golf course and say, grab us another tee time, grab us another tee time. Finally, he said, hey, we're not getting any more tee time, so we got to cap it. So we capped it at 36. Um, I got, like, some little, like, last place ribbons. I think Bryant, um, the guy that actually just got suspended from Twitter for good today, 
Um, he was last place. His, his little ribbon said, at least you tried. Um, and then I got some trophies, a uh, bunch of donuts, some Gatorade. We just went out. It was a blast. Now, granted, it was the middle of a pandemic, and 2020 sucked ass, but it was the highlight of most people's years. Um, and so we are like, hey, you know what? We can, at least I thought, hey, we can grow this thing because we already knew the demand was there. We know that um, partially due to the pandemic, I think partially due to the way our society is set up, with so much, uh, you know, interactions happening online, that we really crave that human interaction. And I was just like, hey, there's a there's a good um, little niche here where we can get in and we can like actually build some community. So, so that's the origin of it. Um, you know, the, the thing kind of took on a life of its own a little bit. Um, you know, we and in fact, if you guys even knew half the DMs that you know have been sent back and forth, you you wouldn't believe me. But we're working on some really, really big things. Hey, um, it's, it's only going up from here. You need to um, uh, you need to release those DMs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, I keep the, a pretty tight lid on the DMs, you know, because um, yeah, because I never want I, I don't want people to, you know if it doesn't pan out I don't want people to gotcha, to, gotcha. To lose confidence. Slide, slide into his DMs to to get things going. So yeah, so it grew. Um, how, how many participants did you have in the in the spring twenty twenty one? Social open, I would call it. Yes. So we had 216. Um, I want to say the day before, we probably had, I bet our waiting list was like 40 or 50 people. So we just um, we just kind of had the cap it. We got the full 36 uh, holes at Soldier Hollow. We had six sums. That was 216 golfers. I think we had about, um, I want to say 12, 13 volunteers come out. Um, they, the volunteers were awesome. Um, and so we had, and then plus kind of some of the radio guys there, we had about the jazz team store was there. We had about 250 people all in, you know, up there. And it was just, it was a blast. It was a ton of work. Um, I did lose money on it. I'm not going to say how much because my wife might, might listen to the podcast. Oh, um, <laughs> but it was a blast. I had so much fun, you know, and it was awesome to see, in my opinion, um, it was awesome to see people. Um, that have interacted and some of them in a negative manner um, kind of get together and literally you kind of got to see, look, there's a person behind this account. You know, it's, and, and I said this in an uh, interview with Michelle, um, I said, it's a whole lot harder to be an asshole to somebody on Tuesday. If you know, you're seeing them on Friday. So um, we're just about building community. It is an open. That means everybody's invited. So no clicks. Um, you just, uh, honestly, if you want to participate, even if you don't want to play golf, if you want to be a, you know, uh, kind of a volunteer or just come out, shoot with us. Um, we're going to, I think September 10th is the date for the fall. Um, and we're actually going to add in a social element the night before or the day before um, to have everybody out. So if you don't want to play golf, you just want to come out, hang out, um, watch for more details on that. But that's going to be, it's rivalry week. So September 9th will be the tailgate. September 10th is going to be the golf tournament. September 11th is going to be the day uh, Utah beats BYU for the 10th Street. <laughs> well, Logan, do you golf? Uh, no, 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 I don't. Yeah, um, that's what no, you drink I mean, beer. I, I drink lots of beer, uh, <laughs> so come on out. Yeah, no, I'm with you. No, like I said, I, I you know, honestly, I, I did see it come up last year. You know, it was like, oh, that's kind of a cool thing. And honestly, for the uh, building up to it, I saw most of it on Tanner stuff. So you know, you take that with a grain of salt. Um, and then, but no, I never really, believe that. Yeah, yeah. So, but, but, but really, I mean, it really obviously gained a ton of momentum as you guys started, you know, securing some larger, larger participants. But then, really, just even uh, I think what was cool was just to watch just what it did take on. Yeah, there was a couple little people, a couple little naysayers, but overall, the overall feel and vibe it was just positivity from. Uh, what people had, and I think like then that he touched on some great points around you. People are, are kind of craving that more than ever, um, and this is the, the timing one that was ideal uh, to get folks together. And, and really, Twitter can be such a weird and sometimes nasty place, but and, but other times it can bring some. I mean, I I've got some, I've got a pretty great story as to what Twitter brought to my life. So there's plenty of uh, there's plenty of good stuff that goes on there. So I think what you guys do is really cool, and and, and the inclusion of people. Um, yeah, I just, I, when, when I saw that kind of hit and I just, you know, I think we were talking about who we want to try to bring on this week and I know we're probably a week late with it, but it's just, uh, it's just really quite cool to see what you guys got going on and where I'm, you know, excited to see, you know, what you guys have going forward with it and, uh, just what, what you guys look to accomplish with it. So, I mean, is there more to it than, 
this is just me looking from the outside. So it's the golf tournament. You guys get together, enjoy each other, spend some time. Was there anything else you guys are trying to accomplish with this? Or is it just more just a, a gathering of people and spreading positivity? Yeah. So what it started out was, hey, we want to get together and play some golf. The golf was fun, but the community was awesome. And so, um, like I said earlier, the, the idea is, is golf is just the activity. It's just the vehicle. The community building is actually what, at least what I'm after. Um, and since I'm the boss, that's where we're going. Um, but um, I like to say, hey, this is not a golf event where we socialize. This is a social event where we play some golf. And so the idea is to build the community. We are going to be adding in a charitable element um, this uh, this fall. And so, so watch for that. We have a charity on tap. Um, and if everything lines up, um, let's just say, you know, nothing but net this would be nothing but net so oh stay tuned stay tuned for that one but, breaking uh, news yeah. utah social open i'm uh, donating um, uh, scholarships to underprivileged kids under, underrepresented Bill kids excuse confirmed. me Bill Bill <laughs> jared are you a golfer or a beer drinker am i a golfer or a beer drinker neither Neither. But, uh, oh, yeah. I will play golf. You will play golf. Um, uh, yeah. Um, uh, th- there was a lot of jokes like, um, uh, hey, you know, because golf is one of those things that, like, you, you either do it a lot or you kind of do it, you know, like very, very limited uh, amount of times. Yeah, I don't have times. any clubs, so that's yeah. the only reason, the only thing that's really keeping me back. Right. Yeah. And I, I have clubs and I, I go out. I, I try to go out a couple times a year. Um, I like, I do like golfing. I don't like keeping the score, but I just, I like hitting the ball. Um, so, um, but, you know, I think add to the max was, uh, she, she won't listen to this, so it doesn't matter, but she said something about like, um, uh, backyard games, some, uh, social open, like horseshoes and, uh, cornhole. Um, we talked about, you know, a, a, Logan, we get, we gotta get on it. We, we need to make a field jazz. Po- she, she specifically said field. Oh yeah. A, a jazz pod co-op something, right? Yeah. Um, so, so just, just so everybody knows that's listening, um, uh, all 12 of you guys, uh, we are having a, no, I'm just playing. Um, if your wife, your having, wife is 13. Yeah. Oh, lucky number 13. Yeah. Um, so we're going to have the, like the tailgate activity the night before we're still working on all the details on that, but we're going to have pick, like a lot of bus, the one catering or. Ooh, that's a good, Ooh, I like that. I'm going to reach out to Welby and see what we ja- Jazz barbecue. But, uh, yeah. 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 We're going to have all sorts of games, prizes, and I, I think we're going to try to make it family-friendly. We'll see about that. But, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but we're going to have all sorts of, like, games, prizes, uh, activities. Um, we're going to have mascots from, from a lot of the, the schools. Um, so so uh, I guess I'm just going to let the cat out of the bag on a few things here. We're going to have Swoop there. We're going to have Big Blue from Utah State there. Whatever the hell the name of the Wolverine at UVU is. We're still working on Cosmo. Is it Logan? Logan the Wolverine? Cosmo's kind of a diva, isn't he? I've heard a lot of rumors about Cosmo. Yeah, you know what? If any BYU admins are listening to this, now is the time to prove that you guys are not divas and you're easy to work with because it was like pulling teeth getting anyone from BYU. Um, I had UVU sliding into my DMs like – you know, like the 13th grade. So, um, <laughs> you know, little brothers, little brothers looking pretty good down there in, in yeah. Orm right now. But, uh, so yeah, if any BYU fans or anyone has BYU connect, get Cosmo out, you know, and, let's go and Waldo, right? Like, isn't that, isn't that, yeah. isn't that the Wildcats? Waldo? They're getting shown up by every single school in the state. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I got crazy. the Dixie state bison. I don't even know what his name is, but <laughs> it's a real bison committed to, yeah, right? No, I wish. I have them committed to come up, and I can't even get BYU to return a phone call, man. Oh, I'm, a, yeah. I'm an alumnus from BYU. I right. have a, hey, Hema. Uh, Hema, if you're listening to call. this, Hema, who uh, decides to not want to be my coworker anymore, uh, he has connections with BYU. Oh, so that's right. We've he- got an in. Hema, if you're listening, um, Hema's not going to listen to this, so it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, so that's really cool. So I'm a re- really fun time. Logan, I know you live in Idaho. Wait. Did you say Emma? You say Emma doesn't listen anymore? Uh, I'm sure he doesn't listen. Nobody listens. I'm done with this. I'm done with this. <laughs> <laughs> He's listened before. Wrap it up. I know he has. It's twelve. It's twelve thirty on a Thursday. What, what? Why am we doing this? Emma's not listening. <laughs> Logan, you live in Idaho. Can you can you can you bring anything from Boise down? Uh, doubtful. You guys don't like they don't they don't like the Broncos. They don't like the Broncos. So, you're right. You're right. Go yeah. well. Uh, hey, yeah. No, well, hopefully if, Logan. If, if he shows up for the kids, I mean. Logan, when you said something really great happened for you on Twitter, did, did Rachel Nichols retweet you? 
no. Oh, okay. No, but I, it, did, it, did, it, did, it did give me hope that if you just keep trying hard enough, eventually, you know, good things will come your way. Okay. So, I, I, I was like, oh, my God. Uh, he, he said really great. That must mean I'm, uh, Rachel Lum retweeted him. So. Um, yeah, well, I mean, I met the I met the DJ on the Twitter. Oh, that's right, that's right. That's the DJ. So yeah, uh, hopefully, right. Logan, DJ, um, uh, uh, maybe Aria. You know, like come on down to Utah. He's stumbling to find my daughter's name. He's trying to remember what it is. He's like, is it with one of the seven <laughs> know, I, that I'm dating two kids, or <laughs> I do I do date a lot yeah, of them with two kids. Who, so. who needs to stop dating like five girls at the same? I'm also. Yeah, they got a cap on two kids. They have to have exactly two kids, or he won't date them. Can, 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 can I tell you? Um, uh, can I tell you a personal story as we end the podcast here? Um, I, I so my ex girlfriend has two kids, and I coach her little daughter's uh, softball team. And so I was having a heart heart with them about some stuff, you know, just because like life and um, uh, like one girl was in this career, so I was just trying to like lift their spirits up. And I was like, hey, you know, I, I also don't want to force you guys to do anything. I'm not your dad, and Evie. Uh, my ex's uh, little girl goes, yeah, everybody thinks who's my dad. And and I was like, I started laughing. Yeah, she's right. I'm not her dad. I'm not anybody's dad. And the little girls go, wait, you're not her dad? I was like, nope. Whose dad are you? I was like, I'm, no, nobody. I don't have any kids. Why are you here? And I was like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, I you thought know? the judge was pretty clear about that. <laughs> I know. I was, like, I, I was like, oh, boy. Oh, like wow. this. I was like, Andrew, there's a really, was a client. There's a long, complicated <laughs> history here, guys, and I can't, uh, com- I can't confirm nor deny that. But uh, these little girls, are, these little girls are smart. They're mouthy, but they're smart. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Logan, um, uh, let's let's do some shout outs here. Um, uh, how do you feel about you know Andrew? Like, I, I, I mean, I know that you asked uh, me to have Andrew on uh, after the podcast last week, and lo and behold, I saw Jared and Andrew talk about it on Twitter. So I was like, you know, this well, there you is, go. this actually worked out really well. So let's let's shoot for the stars. Give me Kwame Brown. He seems to be hot right now. Uh, <laughs> let's go get Kwame. The, uh... <laughs> oh, dude, that'd be amazing. I love Kwame Brown. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you'd have your work cut out for you editing wise. <laughs> yeah, that will that will go uh, on some sort of other feed, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> that was a, that, that was a, that was a rough four minutes and twenty one seconds. I'll tell you that. Um, but uh, it's uh, no, title, but, title but, of my but, sex but, tape. I mean, yeah, have you yeah, seen exactly. Have you seen all of his videos? Like they just keep coming. Man. I saw another one the next day, which was a little bit cleaner, which isn't saying much, but you know, uh, I, I'm, I'm all I'm all here for. It. I love someone pushing back on some of those dudes, even if it's Kwame Brown. I mean, it is what it is. Um, but no, I mean, just a couple quick shout outs. Uh, do want to shout out SLC Mac? Um, he's he, he's recently jo- joined the Kobe Parade, and I appreciate it. You know, gets me something new every day. He's been great. Um, the, the, this other one is. What was it Sunday afternoon? I don't know what day. I, my days are running here. But there was this, there was a beautiful video that surfaced, um, and I, I go back and I watch it quite often. Um, it's a gal who's there's some sort of confrontation taking place between a couple of you know lovely ladies, and uh, the police officer's there, and the woman decides to you know drop trow and show her show show her behind to the the group, and she runs off, and then someone tases her, and the the, the, the cop tases her, and it's just it's one of the greatest clips I've ever seen in my life. Um, I'll probably go back and watch it now, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, as we were describing this and going on and on forever about what we were seeing in the video, uh, Matthew, maybe, uh, his, at his handle is at, uh, Voltron one, eight, three. He summed it up perfectly. He said the kiss, the booty hole, the play by play call and the face plant. It's really poetry and film. And it was just, that was the best as if I thought the video couldn't get good enough. That particular clip was fantastic. So, um, but yeah, I mean, as as always, you know, Jazzpod Co-op. I think there's two of us going strong these days: the home court press and us. But uh, I'm yeah, sure they're all, back. Oh, Jedi, Jedi, Jedi and Germs is out this week too, though. Jedi so and Germs, some Jedi. Uh, Deuce and uh, Deuce and Dog. Dog and yeah. Deuce. They're gonna get looped in just because they're just gonna get looped in because yeah, we're gonna be like the uh, yeah, like like who like the coach that's, that's not really anyone's parent. We're gonna keep just standing around until they reluctantly. Claim us as their own. So, um. <laughs> um, uh, well, hey, we're, we're recording a show with them this week. So let's try to. Let, oh, well, hopefully, let's see. Um, uh, also, um, I, I do want to shout. Hey, uh, you agreed to sacrifice me, so right. you already did so on this uh, pod. So, Sarah Todd, I'm uh, coming out with unsolvable. Um, uh, really, really good insight. I mean, I'm, uh, that probably means that we're probably not going to get Sarah Todd as a guest for a while, but. Um, uh, she's not part of the jazz pod co-op. She's part of the blue wire, um, uh, uh, podcast, uh, network or whatever they call it there. But, um, uh, yeah, unsalvageable with her and as uh, it damn, uh, da- dad, sham dad, I believe. So 
um, really cool that they're out there giving out their um, uh, their opinions and stuff, and a r- really good, clean show. Hopefully our shows, I, I bought this podcast recorder because I wanted our shows to sound better. And so, you know, fingers crossed. Um, J-Rod, um, uh, Clarkson, see, so where's, here's what happened, man. You you went away from the Jazz Streak Tracker, and that's when um, uh, Clarkson's uh, Six Man of the Year dream started to get um, uh, started to get dashed, I think. Uh, I don't. What are you talking about? I mean, he, he was his dream was already. I I don't know. Like, I mean, yes. he was still he was still favored. Um, uh, up until last week, and then uh, you 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 went to my boy Poku, and um, uh, all of a sudden, like, oh boy, like everybody's voting for Joe Ingles now. Like, I mean, this you could be the you could be the reason. You could be the jinx. Sure, that's fine. I'll I'll accept it. Clarkson's your boy, though. <laughs> I thought I thought you were gonna have a Clarkson corner for us. I never promised you anything. <laughs> so nothing. You're like, you're like you're just like ah, Clarkson, whatever. I mean, I I just didn't have any material this week. Like, I, don't I, didn't, I just I just I, 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 this is this is your like impassioned spot for uh for JC here. Uh, well, the pr- the problem is I was kind of out of material because I mean the six men of the year. Race is happening and stuff like that, and votes are coming in, being tallied. I don't know. I, I don't. I mean, I I felt like last week, um, which not enough people listen to, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, last week was like my swan song for the Clarkson Corner, I think, because I I don't think I can top that. Cannot top that. Oh, all right, uh, Andrew. Um, again, thanks for coming on. To, you know, again, we, we record late night. Like I'm, uh, you know, even even with the new stuff, I'm I'm at work right now, just getting ready to leave. But um, uh, Andrew, um, thanks for. I mean, really, um, you you seem like a positive um, influence on Twitter. Um, again, like we talk about how Twitter can be just such a horrible place. Uh, but you you, you kind of help. You know, you're you're part. You're, you're sort of the godfather of the Utah Social Open. I mean, you, you not by yourself, but you know, you're you're part of the group, right? Um, really, what yeah, do you... Yeah, mostly by myself. You know, Mo- I just throw some credit to everybody out there here and that. No, I like that. I, I, I like a great No, I like that. I like that. Um, uh, yeah, so, um, Andrew, um, uh, as a jazz fan, I, I I wish we had more time to talk to you about, like, your fandom and everything, but we'll, we'll have you on again. We'll, we'll do it again. Uh, where do you see the jazz ending this year? Oh, yeah, so let me just give you a little a little taste here. So you guys remember the, the uh, Knicks game where we were up 18 and we blew it, and we fell to four and four. Logan, Logan and I did a very sad episode um, uh, that week. Yeah, it was really, okay. it was really nice. Okay. So that that game happens, right? We come back. I believe it was Friday night, and we we we're at home, and we trounced Milwaukee. No, we just took it to them. So we're five and four. So I'm laying in bed that night. <clears throat> may or may not have been under the influence of cannabis. We'll we'll, we'll just say may or may not. Uh, but I had literally, I had a vision that the Jazz were winning the title, and I told my wife, I was like, "It's not. I'm not. I'm not predicting the Jazz are winning the title. Like the Jazz are winning the title this year." I drove to Mesquite the next morning, threw down cash. I have the ticket if you guys want to pick. Put the, the, for the Jazz to win it all, and we went off. We went on a tear right after that, as you guys remember, where we were just we were curb stomping people. The Jazz are winning it all this year. I am going to steal a cop car. I'm going to cruise, and we may flip it over and burn it. I don't know. No guarantees. Spencer Cox, if you're listening to this, of course you are. You're, he's going to pardon me, so I'm not going to jail for it. But you guys, like, be ready. The parade's coming uh, probably, like, mid-July. I don't know, maybe in early August. Chaz are winning it all this year, and I'm dead. Oh, the parade! The parade is coming, and yeah, like I'm a you know, uh, you put your money where your mouth is, which which is awesome. Like I'm, a, you went down the mesquite to, like mesquite's such a far drive. Look, Wendover's right there, man. Um, uh, he lives in St. George. In oh, St. George. oh, well, well oh, geez, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> again, like I'm a. This yeah, is like a twenty minute drive. <laughs> this is this is stuff that I'm. Uh, if we had more time, I would I would do a whole Andrew episode. So, um, yeah. but yes, yeah, so um, great. So yeah, mesquite. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So uh, you have the ticket. I'm uh, post it for the. You know, I I don't know. I don't want to jinx it. And so I'm. Um, uh, you do what you need to do to keep this good juju coming. Because, yeah, I mean, I, I've said yeah. it before. Like, if this is a jazz team, that you can't keep behind to like think they're gonna win the title, I have no idea what the jazz can do. To make you confident that they can win the title, because this is it. This is that. This is the team. So, um, yeah. Uh, and that stretch in February was as dominant uh, basketball as 
I've ever seen clips. What month? Uh, like it was like mid, it was like mid January to like February. Fe- I oh, I'm sorry. It. You're talking about Deathuary. Yes, yes, Deathuary is what we call it here. So. Oh, oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember the, ever seeing a team just, just. I mean, they were making NBA teams look just silly out there. Yeah. And they're gonna hit that stride again. We got 16 games. Rudy Gobert, fuck your predictions. We're taking the title. <laughs> Hopefully, let's uh, let, let's uh, let let's. I, I'm hoping that we see. <laughs> uh, what I'm hoping is because uh, like Mark um, was tweeting at us, uh, we'll have to have Mark on again. Boyan, Mike, Donovan, if we can get them to play at their best, fluidly together, man, that Jazz team is gonna be hard to stop. You know, um, uh, you know, I I do have reservations about the defensive end, but. You know, if you can't if you can't stop Boyan, Mike, and Donovan on the offensive end, you know, game over. So, uh, game over, man. Um, yeah. So, um, uh, Logan, Jared, thank you as always for staying up late. Andrews, thank you for um, uh, calling all the way from St. George. Um, uh, I'm, I'm learning new things every day. Uh, can't wait Long for can't, <laughs> can't wait for uh, you know from downtown Salt Lake. From um, uh, we like can't <laughs> wait for Utah St- Social Open in February. Can't wait for the Utah Social. Barbecue? I don't know. The tailgate? Uh, uh, the tailgate. The tailgate. Yeah, yeah. Did, I say did you say February? I don't know why I said February. I meant fall. <laughs> I, I I got death theory on my mind now. Like oh, I, September, I said, September. Who? What, what, isn't your birthday around then? Oh my god! The the the, the jazz co-op Hootran birthday extravaganza. Let's do it. Uh, let's go golfing. September what ninth? September ninth? Is that is that right? Wow. Close? Yeah, that, that that's exactly right. Good job. <laughs> well, there's there's a fairly significant what? date two days after that. Uh, that that's, helps me remember. Yeah, uh, uh, Heidi Huckle, Heidi Huckle's birthday is uh, September eleventh. So, all right. Well, folks. Ooh, that sucks. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, we've rambled on long enough. I that's it, and we'll see you guys next time. Still really upset about this hammer news.